Suddenly, we heard amid the roaring of the waves the cry of land, land. At that moment, the ship struck on a rock. The concussion threw us down. We heard a loud cracking as if the vessel was parting asunder. We felt that we were aground and heard the captain cry in a tone of despair, We are lost! Launch the boats! These words were a dagger to my heart, and the lamentations of my children were louder than ever. I then recollected myself and said, Courage, my darlings, we are still above water, and the land is near. God helps those who trust in Him. Remain here, and I will endeavor to save us. I went on deck and was instantly thrown down and wet through by a huge sea. A second followed. I struggled boldly with the waves and succeeded in keeping myself up when I saw with terror the extent of our wretchedness. The shattered vessel was almost in two. The crew had crowded into the boats, and the last sailor was cutting the rope. I cried out and prayed them to take us with them, but my voice was drowned in the roar of the tempest, nor could they have returned for us through waves that ran mountains high. All hope from their assistance was lost, but I was consoled by observing that the water did not enter the ship above a certain height. The stern, under which lay the cabin, which contained all that was dear to me on earth, was immovably fixed between two rocks. At the same time I observed, toward the south, traces of land, which, though wild and barren, was now the haven of my almost expiring hopes, no longer being able to depend on any human aid. I returned to my family, and endeavored to appear calm. "'Take courage,' cried I. "'There is yet hope for us.' The vessel, in striking between the rocks, is fixed in a position which protects our cabin above the water, and if the wind should settle tomorrow, we may possibly reach the land. This assurance calmed my children, and, as usual, they depended on all I told them. They rejoiced that the heaving of the vessel had ceased, as, while it lasted, they were continually thrown against each other. My wife, more accustomed to read my countenance, discovered my uneasiness. And, by a sign, I explained to her that I had lost all hope. I felt great consolation in seeing that she supported our misfortune with truly Christian resignation. "'Let us take some food,' said she. "'With the body, the mind is strengthened. This must be a night of trial.' Night came, and the tempest continued its fury, tearing away the planks from the devoted vessel with a fearful crashing. It appeared absolutely impossible that the boats could have outlived the storm. My wife had prepared some refreshment, of which the children partook with an appetite that we could not feel. The three younger ones retired to their beds and soon slept soundly. Fritz, the eldest, watched with me. "'I have been considering,' said he, "'how we could save ourselves. If we only had some cork jackets or bladders for Mamma and my brothers, you and I don't need them. We could then swim to land. A good thought, said I. I will try during the night to contrive some expedient to secure our safety. We found some small empty barrels in the cabin, which we tied two together with our handkerchiefs, leaving a space between for each child, and fastened this new swimming apparatus under their arms. My wife prepared the same for herself. We then collected some knives, string, tinderbox, and such little necessaries as we could put in our pockets. Thus, in case the vessel should fall to pieces during the night, we hoped we might be enabled to reach land. At length, Fritz, overcome with fatigue, lay down and slept with his brothers. My wife and I, 
too anxious to rest, spent that dreadful night in prayer and in arranging various plans. How gladly we welcomed the light of day, shining through an opening. The wind was subsiding, the sky serene, and I watched the sun rise with renewed hope. I called my wife and children on deck. The younger ones were surprised to find we were alone. They inquired what had become of the sailors and how we should manage the ship alone. Children, said I, one more powerful than man has protected us till now, and will still extend a saving arm to us if we do not give way to complaint and despair. Let all hands set to work. Remember that excellent maxim, God helps those who help themselves. Let us all consider what is best to do now. Let us leap into the sea, cried Fritz, and swim to shore. Very well for you, replied Ernest.